ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred seventy four. This is the Spanish Announce Table Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Captain Awesome. With me, as always. The, the world-renowned, the often heralded T-Mac. The often, often duplicated, never replicated. Yep. Is that what you do <laughs> when you duplicate something? <laughs> How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm decent. Yeah. You know, you're life's not, good. You're not dressed decent. You're naked. Yeah, I'm, I'm you're naked. Sure. Oh, that's a shirt. I thought you were just hairy. It's a sweater. I wish I was hairy. I, I'm, oh, man. I you got did the, say that. I got, on, the, I got the chest hair of a 12-year-old. Yeah, it on, sucks. On episode 21, when we got drunk and watched Heroes of Wrestling, that was one of your things that you lamented, was that you liked George Animal Steel because he had a hairy back and chest, and you always wished you did. I do. Yeah. You know? It's an easy thing to get rid of because all you got to do is shave. And Say it's a that, cool thing it, if you want to if you want to let it grow it out. You I, know? But as I get older, I get extra hair, you know. And there's a little bit on kind of like the back, like shoulder blade area, and that's hard to like, you know, like it's hard to. You got to stay. You got to stay uh, flexible, and I have not. I've stayed fat. You're married. I am. You know? Yep. Yep. She can. You she know, can, and she does. Out. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. She's nice. Yep. What have you been up to? Staying busy as usual, man. We uh, you are the busiest person I, I know. I am. I feel like it. I uh, we ran around. We had to buy some mattresses, and then we did a bunch of stuff. But we did actually last night. We went and, and had like a date night. We went and uh, went to a pie party, as I discussed with you, and then uh, went and what saw a movie. What is that? So our realtor has all of their clients, her clients, come over every year around this time. She sends out an invite, and you respond what kind of pie you would like, like an apple. Uh, Whatever, and she gives you a pie, and then you come and mingle for a little while beforehand, though. Like, and you, and you know, she likes to stay friends with all of her clients. And what a rich party! Yeah, what a rich yeah. first world party! Right? Oh, oh yeah, it's definitely. A tell first me world what party. kind of pie you want. Oh, you want apple? Pecan, I don't know how much this one had to spend thousands of dollars on pies because there was over a hundred pies in this room that I saw, and these were big bastard pies too. These weren't like go to Walmart and pick up a pie. She had these like baked somewhere and made. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, and she's good. She's real good. I'll give her that. Yep. You yuppies. Yep. And then we went and saw Loving, which is a great movie. If anybody has a chance to see that, I think it's in limited theaters though, so not everybody does. But it's it's good. What is it about? It is of the uh, the Richard and Mildred Loving. I believe were their names. Uh, they were the first couple. Well, not necessarily the first couple, but they were the couple, the interracial couple that was married that had that challenge to the Supreme Court, which over you know made the law where you cannot ban marriages based on race, basically. True story. Wow. Yeah. When did that take place? That was a 60s thing, I feel like. I, I don't know that. I, I can't remember the exact time frame, but I mean, that was a while back. You know, that was a long 60s, time ago. No, that's not, that's not a long time ago. 
Yeah. Well, but Think I mean, about that. right. Oh, I know. Yeah. It was fifties or sixties. I don't remember the exact time frame. Um, I would have to look that up and I don't necessarily want to waste time doing that here, but it is a, it is a damn good movie and the true story, you know, it was neat. And Nick Kroll is in that. Who's a comedian, you know, the Kroll show, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. he has a serious role in that. He plays one of the, uh, the ACLU lawyers. That's incredible. Yeah. Up until the 19, let's just be generous and say 60s, you could ban marriages based on the color of their skin. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Well, so in, in I mean, this isn't spoiling any of the movie, but they went and um, got married in D.C. because you could do it there, right? But then Virginia uh, found them, basically, cohabitating together and threw them in jail, man. Make America great again. That's yep. awesome. Yep. 1967 uh, was the case, and they had been... It had been years before, like they had been married for five years, I think, by the time that case started going in or longer, you know. That is horrible. Yep. That is horrible. Yeah. yeah but yeah. good good that you saw a movie. I like that. You, yeah, it was fun. you, you yeah. guys deserve dates. Yes. Yes. How was your week since we last uh, had the show? Great. I went to the college basketball experience. That you did. is the best exhibit in yep. the world. Caused a rousing debate between us. Yeah, because you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. You're wrong. Oh, I'm going wrong. to always side with nope. the experts. Nope. Yep. They are not the so, experts. They have three NCAA national championships. They have five. Oh, they and that's what the Hall of Fame says. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go with okay. the Hall of right. Fame. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then Tell we got to adjust everybody else's number, which they haven't, which nobody else well, they does. Will. No, they, they won't. Will. And they haven't. And they don't. Because But it was, a great, it was a great exhibit. <laughs> I uh, uh-huh. got to call a pass play, which was fun. You did a good fun. job. You did a good Thank job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I would release it, but uh, my girlfriend was with me, and she says, D- you're not putting that out. And she so I was, was like, okay, fine. She was not amused, it appeared. Oh, yeah. yeah she yeah. gave a good thumbs I mean, up. Yeah. Well, I mean, look I who she sat li- next to. I would have liked to hear her uh, do color on the, uh, on the, on the call. I know. Man. It yeah. would have been great, but yeah. it didn't happen. Maybe next time. She could have talked but, about yeah, the sports ball and how it was going. But the exhibit was awesome. Uh, you could play basketball there. We played basketball for like 45 minutes. Then I'm you sure could you did dunk not on do great it. there. What? I'm sure you did not do great there. No, I did okay. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Uh, you can dunk on an eight-foot rim, a nine-foot rim, a 10-foot rim. Well, you, you can. You can do a three-point three competition. You can do – oh, you can do a buzzer beater where they give you five seconds. There's all these different uh, colors, and then one of them lights up. You have to dribble to that space and then hit the game winner. Nice. With five seconds. And then if you miss, it's like, ah, you suck. But then if you win, you're like, yeah, and the crowd goes crazy. God, I just oh, want to go a- to this. I, I, yeah, we've, it's you know this about me, but, person. and basketball is like my favorite, like, sport. It's my thing, you know? Like, I love basketball. And you want to go? I do want to go. I'll go with you. All right, we'll go. Yeah. Hey, we'll do people a, we'll should do a sponsor Facebook us. Live video. Yes, we should. And people should sponsor us. Table show at gmail.com. You can send us some PayPal donations. We want to go see Tom Segura. We want to go to the College Basketball Hall of Fame. We will do sp- Facebook live videos out here, and we will mention you on there if you donate money with those specific caveat that, hey, this is a donation to sponsor the Spanish announce table going to whatever. $28 gets us both to the College Basketball Experience. Yep. yep. Do we need to pay for parking? It is. No. Oh, it's a, good. Yeah. Good. Well, you know that. Oh, down- no, no, no. I mean, yes, yes, yeah, we do. Right. Yeah. Yes. And and you have to go. And there's a two drink minimum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need 150. dollars right. <laughs> All right. So what else, man? What else is new? Anything else before we get into the uh, the not so much news? Uh, Thanksgiving. 
is coming up. That's tomorrow, I think. Right? We will tomorrow, give yeah. thanks for what we're thankful for in the wrestling world later on in the show. That's what we call a tease. I'm going out of town for the first time for Thanksgiving. You are. You are. You will be missing a big uh, shindig over here, which I won't get Aww. into too much detail because uh, some of it is secret. Ooh. Hmm? A little secret Santa. Mm-hmm. It is for my uh, wife. Uh, she knows something's coming but doesn't know what. But some friends of the show are involved in helping. Wow, that's mm-hmm. neat. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got Thanksgiving. Uh, next week, I'm going to Vegas. Because, hey, DirecTV, this is a little bit of news. So uh, if you followed The Ultimate Fighter, you saw that my friend Tim Elliott was He's a uh, on G. that show. What? He's a fucking G. Yeah. And uh, he was <laughs> uh, on that show, The Ultimate Fighter. And yeah. the winner of that show gets a title shot against Demetrius Johnson. Well, DirecTV promoting the title fight on Fox Sports 1 says Johnson versus Elliott. Mm-hmm. So the cat's out of the bag. Uh-huh. My friend Tim Elliott won the Ultimate Fighter, <laughs> and, which I already knew. And, and, uh, but and yeah, you already knew, but you were sworn to he was going to beat the ever loving shit out of you if if you told oh, people. If he would have told someone, I think he loses his title shot. He gets fined one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and then like some other right s- sanctions. So but anyhow, some of you so guys are close friends, but he had told you guys like, uh, don't well, make me lose that money, yeah. <laughs> or, or you will not you will not be happy. Right, well, because he was going out of town and training mm-hmm. with, like, Dominic Cruz and then, like, coming back in town and then going train with, yeah. like, T.J. Dillashaw. We're like, what are you doing? And yeah, like, well, oh. you would have to – you would kind of figure it out. So he's got to tell his close friends because they'll be like, come on, dude. We well, get yeah, it. and then, yeah. like, the UFC would come to the gym and they're, uh-huh. like, filming him. Like, yeah. you know, this is my journey to the title shot. So, you know, when the UFC walks into your gym, you're like, oh, okay, now I, yeah, I get, get what's it. going on. But, but anyhow, uh, uh, DirecTV it, screwed it up. Mm-hmm. And so – uh, Las Vegas, December 3rd. Third. It's going to be uh, Demetrius Johnson defending his flyweight UFC mm-hmm. World Championship against Tim the Maniac Elliott. I don't know if that's his nickname, but that's what I call him because he's a maniac. He's and it's going to be fun. And I'm putting all my money on Tim Elliott because he's a huge underdog. Demetrius Johnson is considered the best fighter in the world. So if this, if he wins, it's going to be the biggest upset in UFC history. And it can happen. You know how much, why? How much will Trump you win won off the presidency. How much will you win off of $12? I don't know. I think he's <laughs> yeah. like a six to one underdog. <laughs> You're right. So well, whatever you that is, yeah. Yeah. You're going to put it all on. All right. So uh, we normally kick this off with the mother-loving news, but there was little to no news. So we're not going to go through the whole rigmarole of the sound bites and the funny headlines. We're just going to say what we know is news. First off, James Elliott actually got a contract. That whole thing on SmackDown, he already signed, or not Elliott, uh, James Ellsworth, excuse me. We were talking about there Tim Elliott, mix the names. James Ellsworth, which by the way, we talked about this a little bit offline. I listened back to, from September, James Ellsworth on the Chris Jericho, and he just seems like a great dude. He's awesome. I love him. Yeah. And people who are hating on him, you know what? Uh, Go kick rocks. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Love him. He's fun. Yep. And then the only other news that you really saw that was worth anything was? Randy Orton's wife uh, gave birth to a new baby daughter on Tuesday. So congratulations to them. I don't like giving out the details, especially if it's not my child. Uh, But it's healthy. It was born on Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Uh, And the name of the child is Brooklyn Rose. Brooklyn Mm. Rose Orton. So there you go. Nice. So, bigger news. We had a pay-per-view slash special event slash 
thing on the WWE Network. It was called the Survivor Series. We also had an NXT one, but we didn't do picks for that. And that's why we're bringing up Survivor Series, because we did make picks. You are currently holding Shiki Baby. However, let's talk real quick about NXT TakeOver. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to talk how, about it plenty. How awesome was that revival versus... Are they calling them the, themselves DIY, or is it just... I, uh, Champa and Gargano. Like, what are they calling? Themselves? I've heard I DIY, so I don't know. Maybe, but I mean, it's it's Gargano and, and Champa also. So I yeah, uh, yeah, man. NXT is but that match great was amazing. It is, and and people will talk about that and tweet the table. So we'll save a lot of that. Yeah. But yes, I'm NXT that never was the match with NXT never fails in its presentation in their in ring product. Like it's always solid to great. Yep. All right, let's get into our picks. Then. All right, we made some picks, so we'll go over these because we're fighting for little Shiki. We have a little Shiki doll, which we used to show on these videos, but we still got to work on how to put out these videos. But we had a Survivor Series kickoff show with two matches. Had a cruiserweight uh, six-man tag of Tony Nese, Drew Gallick, and uh, what, what's Davari's brothers? Aria Davari, is that what was it? Yeah. Versus Noam Dar, TJ Perkins, and Rich Swan. Rich Swan, TJ Perkins, and Noam Dar won this, and we didn't pick that because we didn't know what was happening. Whoops! I'm just still not. I like. I just can't get behind the cruiserweights. Did you watch Talking Smack? Not this week. No. Daniel Bryan did a better job in that one two minutes where he talked about the cruiserweights than the Raw team has in the months that they've had to sh- showcase them. Yeah. Like he he talked about Rich Swan and it made me actually like Rich Swan. And I told you I don't like Rich Swan. Now I do just because of what Daniel Bryan did. Nice. Daniel Bryan needs to be. In charge of those people. So maybe they do need to go to SmackDown. I don't know. Here's we, my other thing. Yeah. Cruiserweights. Someone brought this up on Twitter and it made me think about the cruiserweights differently. Why do we have them when our top guys are Seth Rollins and AJ Styles? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they don't serve a purpose if the top guys are the same weight as the cruiserweights. Right. Yeah. Well, so are they on two oh five? What? Are they under 205, you think? AJ Styles, AJ Styles is definitely. Because he's Maybe. like 5'10". Yeah, but he's bulky now. He's not. I met him. No, he's not bulky. Well, but we, you haven't met him since he's been in now, you know, in the last. But he's not He's not cut and ripped and have biceps on type of biceps. He's probably, true. if he is over 205, he's like 215. Yeah, I guess I'm at 225. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely got more muscle. But I'm fat and I'm bigger and broader, like taller right. and, and wider than he is. So, yeah. And when we met Seth Rollins, would you think he's over 205? No, yeah, not even close. Yeah, no, because he is so trim. Yeah, maybe not. All right. We also had uh, on the kickoff show, we had Luke Harper versus Kane. We also didn't pick this, but Kane won. That was weird. Yeah. I feel like Kane needs to like give his powers to someone else. You know what I mean? Like yeah. lose it. Like, oh, now you're the one with the mask in the fire. It just seems weird. Like, okay, so it wasn't there to like, I mean, so Luke Harper didn't get a victory. Kane is not going to like go any, like he's just like, he is there to be the guy to fill in. That's his role now. And he does other stuff in the back. So why have Kane go out here and win this match? I don't get it. It I really don't either, but sense. it happened. 
Yep. Then we got into the real show, and we start off with a traditional Survivor Series elimination match of the ladies on Team Raw, Bailey, Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, and Charlotte versus Team SmackDown's Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Becky Lynch, and Natalia, who was supposed to be Nikki Bella, who was attacked backstage moments before the match. We both predicted Team Raw, which did happen. Bailey and Charlotte won this. However, you wagered that Natty would cost Team SmackDown the match. Well, she did because she lost. Yeah, but that's not how you. That's nah. not the wager. No, no, so. it's technical. Let's be technical. She cost no. them because she lost. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> if anything, yes. I, if anything, yes. I would have wiped the wager. Yes. If you want me to wipe the wager, we could wipe yep, the wager. All right, we'll wipe the wash. wager. Right, because she was in the match, so that's information you would not have been known to. Yeah, how about? But that? I knew that she'd get physical. That's true. That's true. That's true. So it's a wash. All right, we'll call it a wash. All right. And, uh, <laughs> what'd you think of the match, though? Let's break it down. I love SmackDown. Yeah, I do love SmackDown. But again, we just knew like they love the Raw ladies more than they do the SmackDown ladies. I thought the SmackDown reason. ladies did better than the Raw ladies. They did, but I mean, although right, you just although, knew you knew Charlotte was going to be standing tall at the end of this, and Bailey thrown in there was it doesn't shock me at all. Well, and I liked how they went from instantly that match to now we have a storyline. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what I like the best about that match. So I thought it served its purpose. I thought it did uh, all the things it needed to. And and we've got uh, Nikki Bella. was fun to watch. And we've got Nikki Bella going around like, hey, who the hell did this? You know what I mean? Like she's going after. Who do you think it is? Who do you think attacked her? Natty. Really? Yeah. I was thinking Charlotte. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just think they're going to stick with the brand. I think it'll be Natty. Although they seem to be making Natty a a comedy character right now, so maybe not. Yeah, did you see her quote, uh, Titanic? Yes. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if that, that's going to get old if it's each show when they're doing that, you know? I like that one specifically because it had her name in it. Yeah, And true. so that's why it made it funny. Yeah, all right. Then we had an intercontinental title match, The Miz versus Sami Zayn. The Miz won this, which I correctly predicted. You, however, predicted Sami Zayn would win, and you also wagered that Ziggler would cost Miz the match. My booking was better, though, right? It was definitely, but when you said <laughs> it, I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, we are at 4 to 10 in favor of me. Yeah, but are you eating popcorn? Because I am. Yeah. Hmm? How about that? Oh. Yep. Okay. What do you think of this, though? I mean, yeah, you, your booking would have been better, but uh, The Miz, I, I still think that's good because The Miz is... Now, Sami Zayn could have used an IC title run, and that storyline that you would have had that followed him being like, screw you, I'm going to SmackDown, taking mm-hmm. it, would have been great, but... Uh, it just feels more right on Miz. Like the Miz with this character, it feels more right to have a title on him. And I liked how they finished the match. Now, not to say like I like that heel tactic of cheating. I just like that a heel used a dirty tactic to win the match and right. using her to ring the bell. I thought that was good. Now, you know what I'm saying? You could yeah. have done it maybe a little bit different, but I like this running theme of her helping him win mm-hmm. the match. And more into that, Sami Zayn already has a disadvantage where it's less believable that he's going to go in there and beat a lot of people. So if he's getting beat clean, it doesn't help him even more, you know? So exactly. Yeah. That, that somebody had to cheat to beat him helps him a little bit too. So, all right. Then we went on to another traditional survivor series match. 
Team Raw of Enzo and Cass, The Shining Stars, Gallows and Anderson, Sheamus and Cesaro in the New Day, Kofi and Big E, versus Team SmackDown's Slater and Rhino, Breezango, The Usos, The Hype Bros, and American Alpha. And we both correctly predicted Team Raw winning this, but it was Sheamus and Cesaro standing tall, which makes kind of sense. They were trying to push them, so... I thought that was uh, interesting, and I liked how New Day went out in like two moves. Yeah, just gone quick. Big E didn't even wrestle. Yeah, huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, That's it, cool. Easy night. Easy payday yeah. for Big E, Easy man. money. Collect them checks. <laughs> easy money for Xavier Woods, too. He just yeah. had to yell. Yeah, he just had to stand out there and, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. So we both got the five for that. Uh, let's see. Then we had a cruiserweight title match, the Brian Kendrick versus Kalisto. You got it right. You said Kendrick would win. I thought Kalisto was going to win it and take it over to SmackDown. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're at 14 to 15 in favor of me here with that. Um, I'd ask you what you think, but I think we already kind of covered the cruiserweights. Like, I don't, I mean, but this match in particular, well, you got any thoughts? Well, I like that Baron Corbin came in and cost mm-hmm. him the match. Like, mm-hmm. I like Baron Corbin, yes. I think he's awesome. And I like that he's picking on the little guy. And but if you watch the talking this? smack, what? But haven't we already done this with Kalisto and him? Like, Keep it going. What else are they going to do? I, I like it. Like, Watch Talking Smack because he even gets more mad that these he goes, these little guys are taking up my TV time. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. Keep it going. It's yeah, great. Okay, cool. Then we got the the men's uh, traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Raw's Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, and Kevin Owens taking on Team SmackDown's Shane McMahon, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose, and AJ Styles. Team Raw standing tall, which we both correctly predicted, but we had the Wyatts. We had Wyatt and Orton. I'd like what? Orton in this. We had Wyatt and Orton winning this. Yeah, but Raw didn't win. Oh, that's SmackDown. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I wrote yeah. it down wrong. Yeah, SmackDown. So we both we got that wrong. Uh, yep, yep, that's right. Yep. Let me I thought it was the my... best. I thought it was the best Survivor Series match I've ever seen. Wow. As far as traditional, you know, the traditional ones, and Seth, uh, not Seth Rollins. Well, Seth Rollins was cool in that little mini Shield reunion. But how about Shane McMahon knocking himself out? Yeah, and that was his fault too. Like I saw some people like saying Roman Reigns screwed him up, but I watched it like his head was hitting before Roman even made contact with him. He just flopped yep. so hard that he he wasn't able to tuck his head. Uh, phew, that looked bad though. That was rapid fast, man. Yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty brutal, but it yeah. was great. I loved everything about it. I liked the Luke Harper showing up at the end, just out of nowhere. I liked uh, Randy Orton sacrificing himself mm-hmm. for Bray Wyatt. I liked Ellsworth uh, keeping. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Braun Strowman out of the ring for yeah. a 10 count. I liked it all. All of it was perfect. Yeah. The <laughs> list getting destroyed. Ellsworth keeping Strowman out for, for the 10 count is fun. Ellsworth, Everything man. He's so and fun. And then he went through a table. Yeah. All right. And then we had the main event, if you can call it that, Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Goldberg won this in what? A minute 15 or something? 25. Uh, yeah, minute 25, and we both thought Lesnar was going to win because we thought they hate Goldberg, so I don't know. I hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Stupid. Yeah, it was odd. Such a bullet for that, and then... All it showed to me was that Goldberg is out of shape and too brittle to do a full match. Cool. Cool story. Great. Yeah, that was all set up to sell fucking video games. And a no, DVD. It's, you know what it's going to do? Because now Goldberg's in the Royal Rumble... 
And so Lesnar will come in just like it was 2004 and cost him the Royal Rumble match, and then they'll do a match at WrestleMania. But he won't be able to do a decent match then either. They'll do a two-minute match this time. (laughs) That's insane. All right, well, I won by one point. I want my shiki, baby. It's because of my Sami Zayn is damn it. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yep, and that one you were proud of too. You're like, and I'm gonna wager him. <laughs> yeah, but I thought I was like, ah, oh, damn, T Max stumped me. Well, it just goes to show anything can happen in the yep. WWE. So that's what we got for this first segment. We are gonna take a break. We will come back and do some tweet the table, which you are in for a treat for if you don't know what that is, because you should know what it is, and you'll find out what it is when we return to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and. The average amount of time a woman can keep a secret is 47 hours and 15 minutes. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com This is Dr. Tom Pritchard. You're listening to the numero uno podcast in all of professional wrestling, the Spanish Announce Table. You're back on episode 174 of the Spanish Announce Table. This segment, we like to talk to you. I'd like to hear what you thought about wrestling during the week. And the only way we can do that, it's not the only way, it's one of the ways we do that, is through Tweet the Table, where you go on to Twitter, use hashtag Tweet the Table, and share with us any and every wrestling thought you have. And we're going to read pretty much most of them right here on this show. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. Oh my goodness. Right there. All right. Let's just get into it. Hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. You can also follow us at Table Show. He is at Table Show T Mac, and I'm at The Awesome Voice. Give us a follow. Follow, 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 follow. Kicks off with at GBL316. We're going to talk about NXT. He says, hashtag tweet the table. Awesome pre show channel with at Charlie Caruso WWE, at Dasha Fuentes WWE, at Amy Dumas, and at Mauro Ronaldo. I didn't watch the pre show. Oh, I mean, come on. Yeah, who's doing that? <laughs> GBL. At the Rebel Trucker says, hashtag tweet the table. Oh, God, I got to get that sound bite up. At the Rebel Trucker. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag tweet the table. So is this a thing when the fans yell 10 when the ref is counting? Or is that just, uh, just. <laughs> well, Ty Dillinger, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. And Ty Dillinger is great. He wants to know if that's just. Country, and you call yeah, see, that didn't work. He wants to know if that's uh, just... From that suck country that you call Canada! He was the, he was the most over thing of yeah, the wasn't weekend. wasn't he? Wasn't he? I loved it. Somewhere loved Hallmark it. of Swede was crying tears of joy. Uh-huh. <laughs> At B underscore double underscore D. Corey Graves' pomp is glorious. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, man, that thing was... Uh, that thing was nearly getting cut off by ceiling fans. What was it? What are you his, talking about? His pompadour there, his hair, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I think crazy. He needs a haircut. I think it, it, he he got told to, to trim it down some because the Eagles were going to 
Get in trouble. All right, at the ultimate one says, my money is on the authors of pain winning the Dusty Cup. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, you made some money then. I love them. Yeah. They are. They just look the part. They look like, holy shit, I do not want to fuck with these guys. They look like meaner. They look like meaner, fatter versions of the Usos. Mm-hmm. Yep. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. If I didn't know he was on his couch in New Zealand... I'd swear I just saw Kata in the Toronto crowd. <laughs> yep, no, he was on his couch in New, Z- New Zealand, right? New Zealand? Was that guy that you saw in a Bullet Club t-shirt? Because that's <laughs> what Kata would have been in. <laughs> hey, he might have been in our shirt. Or he would have been in a Bullet Club yeah, shirt. that's true, yeah. All right, three people chimed in on this part here. At Katie First Lady says, or no, four people chimed in. Let the choir sing NXT TakeOver Toronto. Hashtag tweet the table. Bobby Roode. Amazing. At the ultimate one says, what a glorious entrance for Bobby Roode. Hashtag tweet the table. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. What a great start to TakeOver Toronto. You might even say it's a glorious start. Rafflemau. And at Hallmark of Swede says, hashtag tweet the table. Listen to that ovation for the perfect 10. Ty is red hot. He's the best. He's the best. Uh, hell of a match, and the entrance was was great. I mean, are they are they blowing it there with doing it too much in NXT? Well, is he ever going main roster? You think Bobby Roode? Probably not, huh? Maybe on a, like a, but never like a well, big time deal, probably. Well, he has a long ways to go because he was the opening match, so he still needs another feud, and then yeah. one more, and then Nakamura. And then yep. the title, yep. and then a feud, yep. and then he's Bobby Roode is seeming to show a knack for finding the ways to get over other than like his in-ring thing. Like he had, um, when he had, um, uh, what, what they're, they're called the addiction now, but uh, you know, Kazarian and, and um, what was the guy's name over in NXT? Christopher Daniels? Right. Yep. When they were bad influence, like he had them and they were doing their yep. fun stuff. And then he had... Gargano and Ciampa getting over with the glorious bomb, and now he's got this glorious thing. Like, I mean, he's always got a thing going on that keeps him in your keeps him in your mouth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What? Yep, that's what I said. And the ultimate one says the authors of pain don't need the NXT tag titles; they can show up on Raw or SmackDown and dominate. Hashtag tweet the table. I think that's true. I don't think they even need to waste time doing that at this point. I think like it's a package with 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 Ellering and just bring them on and start going through somebody. I think they would be a perfect fit on SmackDown, especially with the champs of Rhino and Heath yep, Slater. Read my mind. They add that they they have that realism factor that gets rid mm-hmm. of the I got kids thing and the oh shit, my safety is yeah, endangered. And, and Rhino can only do so much. You know, I mean, yeah, he's right. a he's a tough badass, but hey man, you got two of them, you know? Right. That's yep. what I'm saying. Yeah, if you dominate him and leave Heath Slater in the corner and the two of them oh. put him in like you know whatever their finisher could be like a uh, new one or whatever then you're like oh jesus you know they are believable enough you could come on to smackdown and win the title's first showing like come you know in. it would be a cool feud too huh. think of this so they come in they make an instant impact on smackdown right yeah. and then they just dominate uh rhino and heat slitter taking rhino out of commission right mhm paul ellering is their manager right you keep him with them yeah He's their talking piece. Well, Paul Ellering is spooky as shit, right? Yeah. You know who else is spooky as shit? 
Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Yes. And you have Bray Wyatt trying to go after the authors of pain with Paul Ellering and Bray Wyatt doing their back and forth. And then you have Orton and Luke Harper going up against those big fucking Samoans. That's almost, a fucking feud right there. I'd almost make the Wyatts the face in that. I'd, yeah, make, I'd yeah. make the authors of pain going after them be like, you want to act creepy. You want to be weird. Well, we can do that too. You know right. what I mean? Like, oh. Yeah. Let's get weird. Ugh. Three people chiming in. More, I was thinking more of the authors of pain because they have a a SWAT team thing to them. Yeah. So you want to keep them maybe a little bit more, you know, uh, well, realistic. Sure, Ellering, Ellering could do the, you know, the but that's creepy what they, stuff. Yeah, like Ellering right. could do the creepy stuff with Bray. That'd be yeah. Great. And then he just sicks the dogs on him, man. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, three people chiming in on this one. At Katie First Lady says, "What a two out of three falls match. So much back and forth." Awesome. Hashtag tweet the table. At GBL316 says hashtag tweet the table. Tag team title matches off the hook at TakeOver. And at Living Legend 148 says hashtag tweet the table. Great tributes to the Heart Foundation by the Revival. I wonder what Brett thinks about that. Well, he probably complained. He probably did. What was he thinking? Give me what he was thinking. Why would you try to do our moves in our country? Don't you realize that that's what we do? We do have the best. It's our moves. Stop trying to copy us. You can't be better. We're the best there ever was, the best there ever there is, and the best there ever will be. Man, you always have Bret Hart on speed dial, man. You just call him up and just ask him right away. Just, you know. Yeah, he left that on my phone, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was a voicemail. Yeah, that was actual audio. What we talked about it a little bit, man. You thought very highly of this match. Of course, I did too. But man, it was the match of the weekend. Matt I mean, wrestling clinic. There, it was great. Right, the five on five men's match was the best one. But that's different because ten people and all at main event level, they can get away oh, with a little bit was, more. It was more of the circus show spectacle right. spot here, spot there. This was a this match. was a match, man. This was great. Yeah. All right, two people chiming in on this one at Katie first. Lady. One entrance had a choir. This entrance, the whole crowd is your choir, along with violins. Outstanding, Nakamura. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says, Nakamura is making the violin look just as badass as the guitar. Hashtag tweet the table. Is he? Okay. Like, it is, no one's picking up a violin because of Nakamura. Right. It is <laughs> It is a cool, it was a cool entrance, and it, and it is a cool theme. I'll give him that, man. It is great. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the theme is very catchy, and he owns it, and he's the Freddie Mercury of pro wrestling to where you're just like, this would be stupid as shit with anyone else, but with you, yeah. I fucking love or, it. Or even that, like, if you just saw this guy walking down the street doing it, you'd be like, what a nerd. But when it's on a screen and on a stage, you're just like, yeah, yeah. look at this guy. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know what he does with his hand. That I little don't fucking either. hand. Yeah. And then the, da, 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 yeah. I don't fucking. Me neither. You foreigners, right? You're so <laughs> funny. Final one on the NXT. At GBL316 says hashtag tweet the table. NXT TakeOver Toronto is another good example of why WWE pay-per-views and special events should be under three hours. Agreed. I don't know why we have to make every pay-per-view now ten hours. True. Let's move on to the next pay-per-view, the Survivor Series at WIRCADA says, geez, that entire social media lounge segment on the kickoff was the greatest thing ever. I love Jericho. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, of course, they're they got it. They know what to do. They're mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly. Yep. At real underscore stalling cock <laughs> says JBL bashing Byron in the first minute. 
Ah, I've missed this. Hashtag tweet the table. You think he was like writing jokes for like a whole week? Like, oh man, Byron's going to be in right now. <laughs> Do you think Byron is in on it though and is like, hey, here's a funny one on me? I, don't, I I do get kind of a nerd vibe from Byron though. I'm sure he's he's kind of nerdish to begin with. And right, JBL fucks with like, everybody. Hey, I'm gonna wear a, a onesie. JBL is the if I told you to picture a high school jock that picks on on everybody, right? From West Texas. But is but is it like and is tough, but might legitimately be afraid of a lot of people if they step to him. You know what I mean? Like doesn't want anybody to, so he flexes more than he is. Mm-hmm. T- you know? And yeah, from West Texas. Uh, thinks he's the coolest guy in the room. His shit doesn't stink. Everybody's an idiot. It's mm-hmm. fucking JBL. Yeah, he's the type of guy that would wear a cowboy hat indoors, tell you that this kind of country music isn't his country music, and then as soon as he hears a loud noise, he grabs for his gun because he don't play that shit, boy. He's just like... And, and he would and- also... He doesn't spar because he, he doesn't train MMA or jiu-jitsu because, man, when I get going, I just can't stop. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Guy. I'll just kill a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's all like – and the problem I have with guys like that too is like you, you want to think like, man, this guy's clearly an asshole and you don't want to like egg him on. But he is funny a lot of the times. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, that was good. That was fun. Well, it's always funny if it's not about you. Right. Exactly. But even at that, like at some point, he'll take it too far. He's the guy who's like, okay, man. Like, although you picked on uh, Byron 18 times, it was funny the first 10. Like, let's go. Come on. Although the best insult that he had was actually on SmackDown when Ellsworth came out and he was wearing that neck brace. And he goes, Ellsworth looks like a lowercase I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three people chime in on this one. At the Ultimate One says, kind of surprised the New Day went out first in the Raw Tag Team Survivor Series match. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCATA says, Rhino looks so weird clean shaved. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, before I move on to this next person, Rhino looks weird, period. And that's where your sentence should have ended. At Theo75 says, I miss the old WWF tag team titles. These penny belts don't do justice to tag team wrestling. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, the matches do. Yep. I like the you know? SmackDown ones better. They don't look as yeah. bad, I think. But the other ones do look like somebody glued pennies onto like an old watch strap. I guess, you know, this is one of those things in pro wrestling that I just don't check into because like when people were getting a hard on about how ugly the universal title was and all this stuff, I, I couldn't tell you what any of them fucking look like right now. Yeah. You know I mean, what they're, I mean? They're a like, prop. You gotta, you gotta think about that, but yeah. Yeah. And, and nobody like, so for the marks, they don't think that they don't look like, Oh, well that belt looks stupid. I don't, I don't care about it. They know that person's a champion, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? To them, the belt is inconsequential. Is that that the belt just means that they're a champion? It doesn't matter what it looks like. They're the right, best, exactly. right? Yes. Yeah, they're clearly the best. Yes. Or they're heels and they stole it somehow. Gonna get the title. At WIR, Cata says hilarious backstage seg- segment between Ellsworth, Foley, uh, the club, and Strowman, Rafflemau. Hashtag Don't I Know You? Hashtag Tweet the Table. Hashtag. You were rolling on the floor and laughing your ass off. Rolling really? on the floor. <laughs> really? Man, I feel like if Cat ever meets you in person, man, he's just waiting to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> well, I definitely know it'd be coming because he'd be the only one wearing a Bullet Club t-shirt still. 
I'm and the Bullet Club T-shirt that like rips off the New Day one too. Like it'd be that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. And he he would he wouldn't slap you like open hand slap. He'd punch you, but like with the two sweet symbol, <laughs> like uh-huh. poke you in the eye with the two sweet symbol. And then give you the actual like name of it. Like this is called the Wolf Kiss or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Like yeah, like, I like that fucking guy. And Theo seventy-five the says, "All of you mouth breathers, shut your pie holes." Or he just says, "Shut your holes." Excuse me. Here comes the Miz. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIR Canada says, "Wasn't a fan of the Montreal screw job type finish, but so glad to see the IC title staying on SmackDown." Hashtag tweet the table. Agree. And Kata, the only reason I'm giving you a hard time is because you stopped emailing. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? What's up with that? At GBL three sixteen hashtag. That's another sound clip we could use. Somebody send us that. Give us that a uh, hurricane. At GBL three sixteen hashtag tweet the table. Huge pop for Bailey. Then crickets for Alicia Fox. Rafflemal. At Katie First Lady says three possibilities as to who attacked Nikki. Carmella, Natty, or returning Eva Marie. Hashtag tweet the table. Ooh, Ooh at real. I never thought of that. Yeah, no. At real cock. <laughs> Says they have no clue how to write for Bailey, do they? Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIR Caddis is not the biggest natty fan because of all the two paws crap, but so happy she's in this match. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, no, so they don't the know how to write for Bailey at all. Well, hey, look, you know what? I'm starting to see. Uh, maybe she's not giving them a lot to work with. She's not. Because there what isn't saying? much. I think they thought she was going to be like the female Cena, right? All the kids are going to. It just didn't transfer for whatever reason. Oh, no, it's transferring with the kids, but well, she's yeah. in a stall because they don't know what to do because she really doesn't have much. The thing is, if you were going to try to go that route, like this is the kid, this is the say your prayers, eat your vitamins type person, you have to mega push them like they did with Cena. And they're not doing yeah. that with Bailey. Agree. Agree. Like, you have Agree. to make them unbeatable unless somebody cheats, does mm-hmm. evil stuff, and you've got to put them in the main event storylines, whether the people like it or not. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to shove it down their throats, and they're not doing that. Great, great job. That was very good job by you, Captain. Oh, thanks. At Kitty First. Lady. So I guess it's pretty much a shoe in that Raw is going to dominate the rest of the Survivor Series, but really SmackDown couldn't win one? Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. They did. At, at GBL316 says hashtag tweet the table. WWE clearly gives little to no shits about SmackDown. Well, they won the main event. They didn't and win the it's main the event. best show, and they have talking smack. It's yeah, no, they do. Come well, on, yeah, guys. maybe they thought Raw needed the help. Yeah, and maybe yeah. that's it. At WIR says, sounds like Toronto loves Ty Dillinger. Can't say I blame him. Hashtag tweet the table. He's another guy though. But what is it? And that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, but so he's he's a different haircut style of Fandango. Is it just the or Tyler Breeze? Is it a hipster phenomenon we got going on with Ty Dillinger? What is it? It's the we dance of Fandango's music. We uh, pop for Juice and Thunder Liger. You know, it's that kind of stuff. At Table Show T Max says that was a cool finish to the men's five on five match. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Katie First Lady says so. Is Orton still undefeated at Survivor Series? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, he is. He is because he didn't get pinned. He did not. He's undefeated. He just took the spear. Right. And he And won. I told you, Orton always wins that stuff. He's won. But I told you. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember with the Raw versus SmackDown and he beat uh, Shawn Michaels? Yeah. He always wins that. He's undefeated at Survivor Series. That's I awesome. smell a streak. Ooh, oh. who beats it? Oh. 
Well, whoever a, beats it will lose in a minute and 25 to Goldberg anyway. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table, watching Survivor Series. And I got to ask, where is the big show? Do you got to ask that? Is that something you Why would asked? you ask Yeah, that? why would you ask that? He, he had to ask that. He got to ask it, man. I got to ask you, what's wrong with you? <laughs> At WIR says, finished to Kendrick Kalisto sucked bad. But I guess Corbin isn't healthy enough for Team SmackDown, but is healthy enough to cost Kalisto the match? Hashtag tweet the table. Well, yeah, you can't go in the ring, but you can go in and, you know, kick yeah. someone in the dick. He had a minute 25 of action in him. <laughs> right. So, you know. He couldn't do a match, but he could uh, run. Yeah. In. yeah. Give someone the Kansas City cunt punt. Hiya. He should he should he's from Kansas City. Kansas City yeah. cunt punt. You know what I like too is when they introduce him as from Kansas City, they don't give a Missouri or Kansas. No, they it's just, just say Kansas. Kansas City. Kansas City, because uh-huh. we we don't even really know. Well, since there's since he's fighting man and there's no cons, he could call it the Kansas City, I don't know. Cock kick or something. I don't know. Let's do this. right yeah Yeah, WWE will love that idea at Katie first lady of course we have to have a shield moment hashtag tweet the table yeah Yeah, that feels like it's always kind of forced now doesn't it yeah someday there will be the reunion of the shield right that'll happen and that will be cool because they'll plan it out and they'll build the storyline around it but these feel forced and just like okay we know they were all in the shield what? Yeah, like, oh my God. What? No. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. We've done this so many times. Two people chiming in on this one at B underscore double underscore D. Massive respect to Randy Orton for going over to Shane's kids. Whether heel or face, he has a fan in me. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag family first. At Katie first. Lady. I would be shocked if Shane's not concussed. That was brutal. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, no shit. That was well, fucking yeah. horrendous. Well, and Orton's a family man now, so he probably, you know, that probably was like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like that kind of ring to him. But I bet you Vince was probably like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, like, no, you know whose fault that was? And here's a note, too. This is another one. I think SummerSlam was this way as well. Horrible fucking camera work the entire night. Yeah. Yeah. Don't show Randy Orton going over there. The moment you see him going yeah. over there, cut off. Yeah, that's the that's the Ready whoever the two. take two. That's, that's the director or the whatever the title would be. Kevin you know, there's somebody Dunn. there's somebody in the back going cut to camera four cut to camera. You know what I mean? Like somebody's the head guy in charge of the truck. That's Kevin Dunn. He's fucked up. He's getting too lazy with this shit. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the second big pay per view where I've distinctively said out loud. This camera work is garbage. Anthony even said it, and Anthony's passed out two thirds of the time because he's so and, high. And he's not, uh, uh, he's not in media or journalism. Right. Nothing like we've had yeah, extensive viewing. It. We have experience and education in it, and he's even noticing it. And he's a fighter. He right. he kicks people's ass for a living. <laughs> you know, what I mean? he's not worried about the camera. He's worried about the punch. At Arcata says, it's amazing how many spots you can hear being called on a WWE pay per view when listening with a pair of Beats. Hashtag tweet the table. We'll stop listening with beats. Yeah, or but I've noticed that too. Like, I, I know it's impactful to have that shot close up, like in the corner and stuff, but that's where they call things when they're in the corner and they're closed. So maybe you want to take it back just a little bit. Just a tad. You know what I mean? I yeah. do know what you mean. All right. This one has eight people chiming in on it, and obviously you'll get it when once when I'm all done. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. That Survivor Series main event was a match of the year candidate. 
At the ultimate one says Goldberg versus Lesnar in 2016. I didn't care about this match 12 years ago. Why should I care about it now? Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie first. Lady. Says, all right, we've already saw one guy who doesn't wrestle often get hurt. Do we need another one with Goldberg? Hashtag tweet the table. At table show T-Max says, that was a whack main event. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo75 says, what the blazes was that match between Goldberg and Brock Lesnar? I was expecting more. Hashtag tweet the table. At Lady Undertaker says, I'm stunned. The Beast is dead. Long live Goldberg. Welcome to Spear City. Hashtag tweet the table. At the Iceman Forever says, well, I did not see that coming from Goldberg versus Lesnar. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says the most important part of this. And I want everybody to listen to this question. Honestly, answer it. He said, "Um, can somebody please explain why Goldberg's kid was just chilling with no shirt on? Hashtag tweet the table. What the hell was up with that? Well, he had a shirt on. Then he got in there. And, yeah, but, well, yeah, why'd you take your shirt off? Because his dad had no shirt on. Well, like, but you're a fat kid. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn it. And how I'm are not you getting fat? in the ring and taking my shirt off. Well, the, how are you fat, kid, when your dad isn't? Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. You're not running with him? Yeah. Are you Go not doing some push ups? Yeah. Some wind sprints? What is going <laughs> yeah. on here? Lay off the hot pockets. I Maybe don't want to pop tart. Body shame a kid or whatever, but like. I do. First of all, let's just make a rule. No kids with shirts off in the ring. Yeah. Jesus. With men that have their shirts off. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wrestling doesn't already get a bad rap, and then we're going to be yeah. like, here, we've got a 13-year-old boy with his shirt off in the ring. What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? And no more kids in the ring. <laughs> you know, if you can't, If you can't get through... The middle rope to get into the ring, don't get in the fucking ring. I don't want to see you. No one wants to see you. No one. You know who wants to see you? No one. Your dad didn't even want you in there. He just did it because he felt guilty. No one in there under the age of 15. Stupid. It's not a moment. No one cares. It's forgettable. You look weird because you got man tits at 13. Go do some push-ups. Stop eating Pop-Tarts. It's dumb. Let's move on to Raw. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> After he totally dominated and conquered the beast, no better start to Raw than the mighty, iconic Goldberg. Is there really no better start? Stone Cold. At B underscore double underscore. <clears throat> okay, I'll say it. The fuck is the big deal about the Brian Kendrick? Matt in the ring and matter on the mic. Hashtag tweet the table. I think he's one of those guys who is – you can tell he's like a super smart guy, right? It's just and – he, and he tries to portray that, right? He tries to portray that he's deep, right? It just doesn't come across because that's not the majority of wrestling fans. You know what I mean? He seems like a fake smart guy. He seems True. like the guy that lets, hey, let me tell you about Area 51. Hey, and did you also know 9-11 was an inside job? It's like, shut up. Yeah, he's – you know? Here's what he is. He's he's. I don't want to say too book smart because there's people that are book smart that have more co- that less common sense. But like he's one of these that like he's very smart, right? But he doesn't have the filter of when like okay, whoa, some of this has got to be bullshit, right? Well, that and it just seems like if I asked him something topical, let's for example, hey man. Um, I'm traveling to uh, Austin, Texas for Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, really? Did you know Southwest is behind the major takedown of the man? It's like, what? I'm just traveling to Austin. No, man. Did you know Donald Trump is all behind this? He's going to try to eat your children. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, (laughs) he's that guy. Yeah. You're like, hey, man, what's your plans for Thanksgiving? I'm staying in and getting off the grid. <laughs> Take your flag and get out of here. He's a tinfoil hat guy. Yeah. Three people chiming in on this topic at Lady Undertaker <laughs> says, I'm surprised they let Enzo run around in the raw. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado32 says, I think Lana likes what she sees. Hashtag tweet the table. And at the Iceman Forever says, Goldberg in the Rumble, I can dig that. But a naked Enzo, not so much. Hashtag tweet the table. That fits his character so well, though, that he'd just yeah. be like, yo, hey, sorry. Hey, and I can't got remember my dick the out. Line sorry. <laughs> Yeah, and I can't remember the line exactly, but I think Rusev said something like, we got a major problem here. He's like, oh, and call it a problem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At B underscore double underscore. Charlotte is getting pretty damn awesome on the mic as a heel. Hashtag tweet the table. She's the best heel on Raw. She has steadily improved her way into being one of the best performers, period. Yep. I think she's the best heel on Raw. I agree. At Chris Mercado 32 says, was trying to think of what we could call the team of Reigns and Rollins. Hair Conditioner Brothers is a pretty damn good name. Hashtag tweet the table. I would have called them Head and Shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would have called what them. Was, I, saw, I saw Oh Brother Where Art There was on there. What was that? Like Dapper Dan cream uh-huh. that he used? That's yep. what we call them, the Dan. Dapper Dans. At WIR Cata and at the Ultimate One Chime in here, Cata says, you screwed Brett Chance at Goldberg. It happened nearly 20 years ago, Canada. Get over it. Hashtag tweet the table. And the ultimate one said, wondering why they were chanting, you screwed Brett. Then I remembered they're in Toronto. Like Chicago, they can't let it go. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, they're cold. What else do you want them to do? Yeah, they're from that suck hole country that you call Canada. They got to hang on to something, right? Mm-hmm. At six people chimed in on this one. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. <clears throat> The Chris and Kevin show is the best part of Raw not named Goldberg. At WI Arcata says, I love your face for that, by the way. Awesome to see Owens and Jericho are sticking together. My heart can't deal with those two being at odds. Hashtag tweet the table. At the Iceman Forever says, Owens and Jericho are most excellent. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag best friends. At B underscore double underscore D says, nice touch by Jericho to wear a Sin Cara mask when attacking Seth. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, love that Jericho attacked Rollins while wearing a Sin Cara mask. Hashtag, how's that for anger management? Hashtag tweet the table. And at Katie First. Lady. Says, Owens and Jericho need their own sitcom. Hashtag tweet the table. Which, by the way, I listened to Owens on Jericho from a while back, too. And they tried. They were like, hey, let us get a show. Come on. And they were like, come on, come on. And they're like, ah, get the fuck out of here. You know what it feels like they're doing with them? Because when they said, you know, blame Roman Reigns and everyone went crazy, it feels like the exact thing they did with the New Day. Where New Day was doing that stuff, but it was pseudo kind of cool. But then eventually they're getting more cheers and more cheers and more cheers. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Foley and Stephanie turn heel, use a... Seth Rollins and someone else, and then they turn Jericho and Kevin Owens into the us against the world. And I wouldn't mind them having some kind of show. Remember, it did decent uh, things for Miz and Morrison when they had like a show. Remember that? Yeah. With those guys. Those guys are just, I mean, they can go. And, And we know Jericho. 
can can just shit gold nuggets sometimes with things. And Kevin Definitely. Owens obviously so can, can too. Owens, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, let's go back to that first one though. It's the best thing other than Goldberg, really. Yeah. You're you're so excited about a mechanic. He is, man. Look, he, he, there's a theme from GBL about Goldberg throughout this show. You'll hear it at B underscore double underscore D. Why is it that all these Samoans supposedly related to the Rock fucking suck on the mic? Hashtag tweet the table. I Not feel like every next. Samoan is related to every Samoan at this point. Well, I mean, except for Samoa Joe, who is named Samoa. You're right, yeah. He's the um, only one not related. They're the all thing with related the Rock except for him. Is that he has mastered timing, but none of his material was ever his own. He's never made up a damn thing. He's not creative. He just knows how to fucking time his lines right. Yeah. Because he had a personal writer that would say, This right. is how you say it. And then of course <laughs> in the movies, obviously he has a teams of writers and whatnot, but like yeah, he's great in front of the camera because he knows how it's written, how it's supposed to be said, right? That's where exactly. he's good. Yeah. At the Ice Man Forever says, does having the show 205 live mean the Cruiserweights are slowly going to be written off Raw and made a network-only show slash division? Hashtag tweet the table. I kind of wish so. they would at this point, yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't discredit. There's a ton of people that like that product, but... Man, and I guess you might throw in a match every week, but like, I no. don't see there being any major, or yeah, maybe occasionally, maybe not even every week, right? Maybe they once a every, month. maybe even every other week they have a cruiserweight match or something. Maybe once a month, as you're saying, but like, and especially if there's a big thing, but until they get some decent storyline writing, I'm not once interested. At Lady Undertaker says. Sick of the New Day cheating. Cesaro and Sheamus should be the tag champs. Hashtag tweet the table. I like it because I think they're going to go heel because I think they're going to – because next week they take on Gallows and Anderson. I think they're going to retain by cheating again. And then I think they're going to do a whole gauntlet match on the day that they surpass demolition mm-hmm. where they have to beat all of these teams that they're cheating to win. Yeah. And then that's when – Whoever the team is that beats them. Is it Cesaro Sheamus because they want to continue that odd man, the, yeah, the heel and the baby that. face tag team, which is coming off not bad. I don't – normally these odd pairings are not – they're not playing it this way where one guy's a heel and one guy's a face for this long, right? Usually right. one gives in and they go face and everybody loves it. Or heel. It. Yeah. Or heel, right. But this is like, you know, like they're, they're sticking to it. Sheamus is a heel. Cesaro's a face. Everybody loves Cesaro, and Sheamus is just this prick that won't come on board, and I like how it's going. It's fun. It's weird because Cesaro is normally kind of a dork, and you don't like him, but like you're kind of like, yeah, man, Sheamus is a, is a dick that you wouldn't like. And Cesaro gets to go, this asshole, right? And everybody's like, yeah! <laughs> and it just works. It works. All right, two people chiming in on this one. At WIRCATA, lame thing about Cesaro and Sheamus' entrance it starts with Seamus' sweet theme, then immediately goes to Cesaro's shit theme. Hashtag tweet the table. And at B underscore double underscore D says, Rich Swan reminds me of a drunk guy you see in a New York City train station dancing to change or dancing for change. Hashtag tweet the table. Which you texted me something almost exactly about that. Yeah, I said he's a guy that sings for money on the corner. Yeah, and I said, well, that's good because that's going to be his next job anyway, so he needs to practice. <laughs> uh, but he does, man. He does. I don't, like, 
Nobody has ever gotten over with their gimmick solely that they dance. Ever. Nobody. Disco Inferno. Fandango is the closest. <laughs> and that lasted two fucking weeks. Uh, yep. At Katie first. Lady. At this rate, I have a better chance of premiering soon on Raw than Emelina. Return already. Hashtag tweet the table. I don't mind those pictures. At GBL316. <laughs> says hashtag tweet the table. Love me some at Charlie Caruso WWE on Raw. Charles. Charles. Did, you did like you Charles, do you? <laughs> no, did you catch that? Yes. Jericho... But yeah, yeah it's yeah. like. <laughs> Charles. GBL, you kind of give me a. Uh, like, uh, you give me this uh, feeling that, like, you're the guy that, like, sits on the park bench. And if a younger guy is sitting next to you, you're like, eh, eh, look at that hot piece of tail over there. Yeah. What I wouldn't do if I was 20 years younger. <laughs> you know That's what, what I'm giving up? No, GBL. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 You know yeah, he's I mean? gonna be He's going to be the guy at the mall <laughs> who still is like, hey, ladies. It's like, hey, man, why don't you get rid of your walker before I don't you even start that, like, these girls? He wouldn't even say anything to ladies just like. You're like, oh, I'm gonna stop here and get a drink at the, uh, at the, you know, the street corner news here, right in the mall, right there, your, your little drink stop. And he's like, he's standing behind you, and he's like, eh. some some attractive lady walks by, and you notice, right, because you're a young, hot blooded American male. And he's like, eh. man, I'd bend that over and f-, and just says something nasty, and you're like, dude, <laughs> like, god damn, is this what I'm gonna turn into? <laughs> or or he's he's the guy. At family reunions, when uh, you show up and you're single, and you're like, "Well, won't you? You see that girl? Won't you marry that one?" You're like, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, you don't just grab them. <laughs> you don't that's just grab my cousin, and marry Uncle J- <laughs> Uncle Greg. That is my second cousin. I'm not gonna. Marry her. <laughs> ah, that's just a fucking rule. Yeah. Rules are made to be broken. <laughs> All right, two people chiming in on this one. Atlet, we love you, Jeeves. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Undertaker says Goldberg in the Royal Rumble Awesome Can he win one more title run Hashtag tweet the table God no And, and it's awesome. Also chimes in and says The day The day Goldberg becomes WWE champ again Is the day I stop watching Raw Hashtag tweet the table Yeah and you're also the celebrity Who said they're going to move to Canada Once Trump became president <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, uh, fucking Trump. At B underscore double <laughs> underscore. <laughs> I just can't even. Like I've turned into a white girl. I just can't even. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> I just, did right, you see the, the thing one? about the fucking no, press the they did? One. Like the fuck. At B underscore double underscore. D. New Day with a you name it reference. Ah, WWE always about two weeks late to the party. Hashtag tweet to the table. Tweet the table. Tweet to the table. Fuck it. <laughs> Fucking Trump. <laughs> yeah, I mean they are always two weeks late to the party, aren't they? They were dabbing too well, late. Well, no, the dab they were way too late on. But the you name it thing was this week. It just yeah, went. True. It just came and went super quick. Yeah. So that wasn't their fault. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, we'll move on. <clears throat> SmackDown at GBL 316. Hashtag tweet the table. I hope we see a surprise appearance by the iconic Goldberg on SmackDown Live. That would be ratings. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Goldberg, man, I don't. I never I'd liked rather... him to begin with. 
I'd rather watch right now. I'd rather watch a Kane match than listen to a yeah, Goldberg promo. Right. And I these are the best promos Goldberg's ever done in his career. Well, and just like you got to know it's going nowhere. He's going to have one more match, maybe two. And like, what the fuck do we give a shit? My thing is, it's not anything. Yeah, there's no there's no substance to it. It's I'm a badass. Yeah, look at me. I, I'm yeah. Goldberg. Remember how great I used to be? Now I just look worse. <laughs> I feel like he should have a fucking spittoon that he spits into all the time. At Katie first. And he didn't even dye his goatee. Yeah. His goatee was gray. And that guy beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. At least look the part. Yeah, right. You know, at least look the part. Right. Like beat, beat him in a street fight. You know what I mean? Like I could believe that if it was a street fight, but you were wearing your gear from the last time you were a full-time wrestler. And you look like you look like the, you look like a Goldberg action figure. If I put it in the microwave for 30 seconds <laughs> and sprinkle some water on it at Katie first <laughs> lady. <laughs> Okay, really shocked that Shane is even walking. But then again, he survived jumping off a cell. Hashtag tweet the table. Do you think that's the end? Break his leg. Do you think that's the end of the Shane big spots though? No, he loves that shit. Yeah, that's his whole reason for. If he's in a match, there's gonna be a Shane spot, right? You you can't. Yeah, that's what he does. We're gonna start calling those Shane spots, right? Right. Anytime somebody does a big thing, it's a Shane spot. Did you see his punches? Have you seen him punch? Yeah, he sucks with that. What else can his he do? His little rabbit. Yeah. Wait, the and then he does his little arm spin shit dance. He's the Steve-O of pro wrestling where it's like, we don't care what you do. Just jump off something. He is the Steve-O of pro wrestling. Yeah. Just, hey, okay. Yeah, we don't want to hear a promo. Just, can you jump? Look. Hey, look. There's a tall ladder. Jump off of it. You're the, you're the poor man's Jeff Hardy. I'm naming this episode. He's the Steve-O of pro wrestling. At <laughs> <laughs> Lady Undertaker says, can Miz not win a match without his wife's help? Apparently not. Hashtag tweet the table. I think that's Good. great. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Ban her from ringside and then have her come out <clears throat> in a mask. Yes. Just like Jericho. Yeah. Yes. At the Iceman forever and at JBL316 chiming on this one. Iceman says... I know it's going to lead to Orton turning on Bray, but I'm starting to really like him as part of the Wyatt family. Hashtag tweet the table. And at GBL316 said, hashtag tweet the table. Never thought I'd say this, but I like the Wyatt family better with Orton. Yeah, where's Eric Rowan, though? Is he hurt? Oh, yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, he was out with like a shoulder injury for like six, seven months, something like that. Because I like the hierarchy if you had Bray randy and then harper and rowan as the tag team mm-hmm. right i like that yep. i don't think i don't i still i don't think it's orton turns on uh or wyatt no i don't think it's gonna be orton turns on wyatt i think it's gonna be harper turns on wyatt and it's gonna be orton and harper i think bray wyatt this is gonna be his baby face run where he's the loner, and then he has to find out who he is. I think it goes Orton, Harper, and Rowan as that family. What do we do? And let's okay. So let's say this, right? Bray Wyatt. Okay, I'm coming to you. I'm Vince McMahon, right? You're a team at. Mm-hmm. You're my new head writer for SmackDown, mm-hmm. right? Team at. T Mac. I need to take Bray Wyatt. I need to make him face. 
I needed to get him away from this Wyatt family gig. Right? So here we mm-hmm. go. We know Wyatt can go on the mic. He largely writes his own material. Mm-hmm. Right? We know he's mm-hmm. good at that. We mm-hmm. know he's got something. People want to be behind him. Right. right? So we don't necessarily want to change him too damn much, but we need to get him away from this leading occult thing because for whatever reason that hasn't worked. And we want to make him face. Given the current year right now today, and you got to start making this transition, what do you do? Well, first I say, Vince, make sure that my check clears. Yep. And then yep. second. Do you say just I, like that, Vince, make yeah. sure my check clears. Yeah, bitch! make sure my check clears. Yeah. I wouldn't say bitch, but I'd be like, hey, make sure my check clears. And then I would get on my app, and I would look, and as soon as the money hit, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to work. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, fuck him. I don't, I don't work for free. Um and then what I would do uh-huh. is I would still have – so let's use the authorities of pain, right? Authors of pain. Or authors of pain, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, the authors of pain, right? Let's just – or no, let's say it's uh, American Alpha, yeah. right? Let's just say yep. it's them because right. that makes more sense for right now. And you have American Alpha beat down you know, in a scramble. They're beating down Wyatt. So Wyatt's getting actually beat up, but Orton – and Harper having to save him from American Alpha, right? So in these like big, you know, scramble fights, it ends up, oh man, Orton and Harper have to keep saving Wyatt just a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have these like those mystical like bat where they show up, but it's Orton, you're right, but it's Orton and Harper. Okay. Wyatt's not there. It's just those two. Like that. And then and then you start doing these whole thing, these little things each week over the course of three months where Harper's listening to Orton. So so they have Gable, right? Corner. Yeah. And Bray Wyatt's like, get him. And Harper looks to Orton, and Orton's like, get him. Yeah. And then he gets them, and then Orton joins in, right? And then they. So there's up. a little dissension going on here, right? There's some yeah. dissension. You, you hint to it, and then what you do is they go over on American Alpha, right? Yeah. Let's just keep using that team. The Orton and Harper going over, right? right. And. Bray Wyatt gets in there and he does the follow the buzzards, and right as he says buzzards. Harper kicks him in the back of the head, drops him to the ground. He turns, he looks at him. Then he gets an RKO from Randy Orton. Yes. Orton and Harper look at each other. And now what the hell? And then they're beating him and they're saying, you're too weak. You've lost everything you've done. You're a shell of who you used to be. And then you make uh, Bray yeah, Wyatt. Now he's following the apex predator. Right. Yeah. yeah. Apex. You're nothing. And, yes. And, but you make Wyatt still stick to all the like, uh, you know, crazy yep. smoke and mirrors, but it's cool. Like how Undertaker. Right. Cause cool. that's what got people behind him. Right. It was the smoke and mirrors, but it was done to the heels. And so then you have Bray Wyatt reemerge with the, the, uh, fucking guy. What's it? The Druids and all yeah. that you have. Cause the remember the, that was a storyline. Like he absorbed the undertaker's power. Right. Remember that? So he should do that. Yeah. He should do <laughs> right. that. He should have he should come out after two weeks of being off of TV where Harper and Orton are bragging about it and all the druids walk up, the lights go out, and then he walks through the druids to Orton and and Harper and then takes them out. I like that a lot. Yes. This is good. Man, why are you need to apply for this and actually like submit some samples. Like that storyline right there. Yeah. I do need to submit some samples. I can help you. I know how to write a a script, like format it, 
All right. All right. Let's do this. At Lady Undertaker says, love the return of King Booker. Going back a week. Long live the king. Hashtag tweet the table. I really do. I was thinking more about this and we just, we touched on this last week. King Booker as a manager. Mm-hmm. Having the king's court, right? His stable of guys. And Apollo Cruz is his number one guy. Could just be money. Yeah. Apollo Cruz court. is his number one. Yep. Right. The king's court. King Booker. Find the guys that, that just need a little something. They don't have it on the mic, right? Follow Cruz. And they could even, like, they could seek out his help and they need to kiss the ring and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, gosh, this writes itself. Or you could go, like, a little nation of domination-ish, but with, like, an African king, and it's all his African-American stables. So it's Apollo Cruz, Jason Jordan, uh bring over um uh what's his name uh rich swan right and bring him over there's you know many I mean? angles but like with him leading it as like cedric the, alexander there yes there, there's a lot of things you could do with this at gbl 316 says hashtag tweet the table oh yeah time for tag team turmoil i hope american alpha win well where do you think they go with this wyatt american alpha thing i think they want the titles i think they decided after survivor series when orton and harper or orton and wyatt won they're like you know what that's a better tag team and so they already had the american alpha thing written and so it's just the one way maybe they do a triple threat and it's american alpha orton and uh wyatt and then slater and rhino and whoever goes over that's probably the end of slater huh well, nah, not necessarily. I mean, not the end of their... Slater, but like end of this gimmick form. I still feel like that I Got Kids thing had money that they didn't roll with hard enough. I think they will. I think he'll roll out of this as a singles guy, and Rhino might go run for another, another yeah. district. And I feel like he should bring a kid to have to sit there like while he's like a different kid every week. Find some ginger kid in every town. Not even ginger. Just, have a Mexican yeah. kid. Yeah, just random kid. kids. Be like, I got kids, man. I got to yeah, have this kid. Yeah. And that can have even a, be a thing later. Like, he finds out his wife's been having kids with other people, and he's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Like, he's such a lovable loser kind of guy. Yeah. Like an Ellsworth kind of character. People want to be behind Heath Slater, and they don't really know why. They're just like, man, like, God, Heath Slater guy. Oh, I would have kids his same age. Yeah, just I got kids. Like I that guy, kids, I think's man. older than you. No, he's not. Yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah some like sixty-year-old guy. I got kids. Like what? Is- I got kids, man. I got to pay for Charles here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See. All right. Two people chiming in on this one. At Lady Undertaker, what's with Brizongo's village people look? Next thing, they'll sing Macho Man or YMCA. Hashtag tweet the table. And at GBL three sixteen says, is it Brizongo or the Fashion Police? Hashtag tweet the table. It would be good to know. I, it, run I with, love the fashion police run with the fashion police thing for a while. And when that dies out, that's the thing with Brizongo is they've got that like delusional Zoolander type thing going on that they can do whatever. But the fashion police thing fits that to a T right now. And I'd run with it. Oh, and you can go with the women and the men. So you could start a feud against the women as they say, you're like, your fashion is horrible yes. and give a thing. And then like Nikki Bella is well, pissed. Even that they could play the police strippers, right? And get some, whoever's dating those women mad because they're like, 
did somebody file a noise complaint? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then like, hey, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just be great. Like the Usos, right? Naomi's back there, and she's all digging it, and they're like, hey, 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 that's my girl. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just gosh. Tell her orange is her favorite, or orange right. looks great on her. And then Sorry like that she off. likes this more than that. You know what yeah. I mean? Just God, it's so easy. Or just walks up to like Carmella, nice shoes, but can you dance in them? Can you dance in them? <laughs> Katie first. Lady. <laughs> Ambrose can't really take a hint. Seeing him as the Mountie, though, is worth it. Hashtag tweet table. He was fun all night. Ambrose looks yeah. like he's having so much fun with this with this thing right now. The Mountie thing was great. The pizza part when he's like, oh, man, I got some pizza. With it. He's like, hey, it's all right, man. I'm supposed to go hang out with the guys from the pizza place anyway. <laughs> it's just so fun. Well, and then uh, so in that scene, my favorite part of it, though, it's the little things on both of those scenes that made me laugh so hard. What I loved about the pizza scene is Naomi – said that line or not Naomi Natty said that line from Titanic right You're right and Becky was like was that Titanic and then she goes <laughs> off screen but then so does Dean Ambrose right. and he's like yep totally Titanic heard it like yeah. and then it was, well, like it was the pizza other. no it was the pizza thing he she's like yeah. I'm gonna take a pizza or arm or whatever it's like pizza right. pizza right and then he's like pizza totally heard it got it loved it <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, that was so great. Much, and then, yeah. and then with the the Mountie thing, when he took off the glasses, and Daniel Bryan starts to crack, yeah, he and so like, does he. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Yeah, I love it, man. And they're having because, so the the whole show, and we said this earlier today off air. The whole show feels like they're all having a lot of fun. Yeah, and with that, it's those little things. It's like Saturday Night Live, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. a skit isn't that funny, but when you notice that they like it, you start to like it a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, yeah, people it's used to shit on Jimmy Fallon on Saturday Night Live because he'd break, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, what they call in, a, in an improv skit when you can't hold your own laughter. In. Uh, but to me, that's fun because I'm like, okay, it popped him, right? And that happened on that that thing when they both started to laugh, and they, but they managed to go through it without fully breaking. Was it was fun. Screwed yeah. it up, yeah. Yep. At Chris Mercado thirty two says, "Looks like Corbin missed his cue by about six minutes." Jeez, that was awful timing. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, you do, sometimes you strike out. Sometimes you strike out. <laughs> sometimes at Lady Undertaker, Natty is becoming an annoying high school coach. Hashtag tweet the table. I love it. it it's better than nothing. I'll give her that. Like, hey, hey, run with it while you got it if you got no other idea. But, like, hey, I I, well, she, I guess she's not a good enough actor to pull off the what Titus was trying to do with the whistle and throwing a flag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so I guess if she's going to just be pseudo comedy. But also, I think what they need to do is do this thing, right? She's coming up with cheesy lines from songs. But – Actually have her be somewhat tough and hard to beat and actually go over some people, right? Make it a thing where, you know what I mean, where there's a reason to believe that, oh, shit, you know, Natty's after this person. She's got to worry about it. Well, and it makes the most sense because she is the senior women's wrestler who trained a lot of these girls. So why wouldn't she be in the coaching role? And she's big and she's got muscles. Like if you actually legitimately put them in a fight, she would beat most of these women's asses. Yep. Yep. All right. Final one on the SmackDown at B underscore double underscore. D. This Ellsworth shit has to stop. It's a joke to have him 3-0 and over the champ. The champ. 
Hashtag tweet the table. But Boing. it fits with with AJ Styles because he's the kind of champ that like you're like, okay, you're only through this through nefarious methods. So that works. And he, I like it because he knows he is the best. We accept him as the best. So why would he give this any type of effort? And oh shit, I shit the bed because I didn't take this serious. And this could also propel a face run out of AJ Styles because it's such frustration, right? What the fuck? It's James Ellsworth. God damn it. I'm the best in the world. What the fuck? Right? And then Ellsworth does something that's sneaking underhand and sides with a bad guy that could easily lead into an AJ Styles face run. Exactly. Yep. Because he could be like, hey, all I know is I'm whatever at that point, 7-0 and against you. Pff, you suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so many ways they can go with this Ellsworth thing. And AJ Styles plays into it greatly. I got to give props to AJ Styles. He has come a long way since we've had our debates in the past where you were like trying to tell me he was this great thing. And I was like, meh. You know, because at the time, I still hold firm that I was right then, right? You saw no, the potential that I didn't see, okay? But, no, because your point even then was that, hey, man, it's a great in-ring match. And that's it. <laughs> that's, like, all you had to say. But he's come hey, a we're... long way. And it took him getting out of his comfort zone. It took him out of getting out of TNA and getting out of Florida and moving around. But he's come a long way, and he's one of the best performers in the business, period top five in the business right now with a bullet easily top three even maybe come on who would you say who's your top five in the business right now all around like everything everything all around all business-wide industry-wide seth rollins aj styles (laughs) kevin owens in that order no, okay. no, 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 I'm just saying, here's my top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, um, Nakamura. Nakamura? Yeah, he's got it all. Like, if he could just speak English, he would no, be. But see, that's what holds me back, is there's no. Yeah, but everything else is a 10. 10 okay, out of your, 10. Who's you your five? I mean? Who's the fifth? Fifth, yeah, fifth would probably be Rusev. Rusev. I would definitely co-sign on the AJ Styles, right? The Kevin Owens, yeah, but I'd put him more towards the bottom of the list just because, you know, you got Rusev in there. Um, Seth Rollins, yes, because he is the most impressive specimen, but lately there's not been much to a Seth Rollins. Well, but I think that's a, a writing face. problem. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a writing problem. Nakamura, I guess this isn't on my radar because I don't watch NXT enough. Rusev, I agree with. Rusev is wildly underrated. Yeah, that's my top five. Wildly underrated. Wild, but I'd throw a Chris Jericho in instead of maybe the Nakamura right now. You know why I don't put Chris Jericho in there? Mm-hmm. is because his in-ring style, and this is nothing against him, it's just his age and his body. Yeah. It's, he's a little slower in there. He is. It's not, it's, he is. But, man, he's got... He has helped Kevin Owens get over more. Oh, and definitely. He's putting in some of his best entertainment work, like entertaining me work, than he ever has, which says a lot. Because mm-hmm. I was a Chris Jericho mark from the man of 1004 holds. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I've been a Jericho mark because just, I mean, Jericho's been great. He's been one of the. One of the best long-term sustained careers, especially given that he doesn't fit the prototype of pro wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. And my number six is Sami Zayn. He just needs better writing. God, he is the best it, underdog. Man. He's the best. Well, you didn't see AJ Styles either. <laughs> the, 
the best underdog right now, I'll give you that. But like, I just when he talks, I'm just kind of like, eh. Well, okay, he man. sells. He sells better than he does sell. He sells. But so did Dolph he sells better. He sells better than Dolph. I Although think. you know what, I, I will. I will say this. Everybody always talks about how great Ziggler sells. I think he oversells. Yeah. So do I. Yeah, so I put number six is Sami Zayn. He just needs the right storyline. If he's put in a title picture, I care about that because of mm-hmm. how he does it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but you know what? Like, and as suck as the sound, as some people are going to hate me for saying this, one of the top five reasons I'm looking to turn into wrestling right now is James fucking Ellsworth. Yeah. And it's and it's more about the everything that surrounds the James Ellsworth story than it is. Mm-hmm. James Ellsworth, but I love the the man with two hands. You know, every man with any man with two hands has a fighting chance. I love the AJ Styles like God damn it! I just love how like how it all happened organically too. And then when you know the backstory about this guy, like when you listen to to him on the podcast, like Jesus man, like this guy has just been hanging around. Like, hey man, I'll do whatever, I'll do whatever, and people are like. Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just all worked out for him. It's a great story. Also up there is Miz. I put Miz, Miz. in Miz. Yeah, Miz is seven. definitely top 10 for me, if not top five for sure, Miz. All right, let's get into over the top. We've got three people that had something that wasn't necessarily you know, easy to, to chime into the other things. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Did Josh Matthews just say that Al Snow and Mahabali Shira shaking hands was like the Mega Powers handshake? And I say, dude, TNA? <laughs> Good for you. You are a better wrestling fan than you me. Are, you are just more in tune than I am. At Living Legend 148 says, tossing means something else in other parts of the world. Ha 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 ha! Hashtag treat the table. Yes, we are aware of the British tossing, meaning other things. At, at Right Dave Wright says, never been a 10 on 10 with five tag teams? each at Survivor Series, and he submitted a picture, and yes, there has been. In fact, the first two Survivor Series had two, each had one, uh, five-on-five tag team matches in traditional Survivor Series elimination matches. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. You didn't. No, I said they'd never done it, and yeah, Yeah, they did it twice, the first two Survivor Series. Proven wrong. That, uh, at Right Dave Wright, was the, up until recently, the rightful owner of SpanishNounceTable.com. Is not now. It's it's owned by some shady corporation that we are in dealings with to try to acquire the rights to SpanishDownsTable.com. Come on. Working on it. Trying to get it. Yeah. But as of now, we're SpanishDownsTable.net. And that is the end of Tweet the Table for this week. If you would like to play along, just do it. Hashtag Tweet the Table on your Twitter machine. Man, I wish they'd bring back some Bully Ray. As a, If they don't want to call Watch him Bully DCW. Ray. Huh? Watch that. Watch that ECW special mm-hmm. they did. Yeah, Taz is on it. But I just want the Bully Ray character. Call him whatever you want, but I want that. Like, I liked that. That was one of the few reasons I stayed on to TNA as long as I did. Was Bully Ray? I'd like to see him go on the mic with some of the people they've got now in WWE. I agree, but I don't think to we'll see point. it. I think Vince has got a uh, anti and Triple H too. They just don't like Bully Ray. Yeah, I don't think they do either. That's I mean, I think they respect him, but he's like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's fucking Bully Ray. I mean, really. All right, so let's take a break. Let's get out of here. We will come back and we will answer a listener email. We will also 
Since Thanksgiving is coming up, we're going to talk about what we're thankful for in the wrestling world this year. And we'll give you Team Max 3Ps. That's when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And... The U.S. Air Force connected 1,760 PlayStation 3s together to build a supercomputer. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com This is Rob Schamberger, the Artist of Champions, and you're listening to the Spanish Announce Table. Spanish Announce Table, episode 174. It's time for the e-mail segment slash special holiday edition segment. I don't even know what to call it. Oh, fuck it, we'll do it live. It is time, T-Mac, for the e-mails. We need to discuss the e-mails a little bit because once again this week it is e-mail singular. Send your emails. Send well, your emails. Just- what has happened? I know GBL got mad in Jeeps. We're not mad. You've heard us. We still cuss. We still anger. What we what we can't do, we still anger. That's a word. What we can't do is get too vulgar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Right? Would you say it in front of your mother? Yeah. We. I am in a public position in my city now. Right? We are also trying to enhance this show to maybe grab on some more corporate sponsorships, right? Because, uh, hey, we don't make anything off of this. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I put easily 10 to 15 hours a week into the show. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so, you know, we're trying to make something out of it, so we can't do that. So if Jeebs, you're mad about that, I'm sorry. We love you. Uh, the other people, uh, I don't know where your emails are going. I don't know what happened. I don't know if we made you mad, but you're still tweeting the table, so I just got to figure maybe email is just a dying medium? No, it's my favorite segment. Please help me. I miss this so much. Guys, please. Because tweet please. the table is great because it's quips. It's fun. It's like, hey, look at that asshole. Wow, what a spot. Hey, what if we did this? Right? But with an email... It can get a little more in depth. It can get more, you can get to a whole lot of the heart of some of what you're trying to say or what you're trying to ask, right? A lot more nuanced, if you will. And that's why T-Mac loves the emails because he's a deep thinker. He's a thinking yeah. man's man, right? I like to share details more in depth about things that I like, and that is pro wrestling. So please right. send emails and cannabis and heavy set and cata and... Mop, where you at? B double D, B double D, Chris Mercado. Yep, all you guys. Email. Hey, Chris Mercado. I will be. I will be. Saturday morning. I'm getting there at 7 a.m. Be tailgating, drinking, eating, ready to watch Bill Snyder get his 200th victory, and it's just so sweet that it'll be over the Kansas Jayhawks. Okay, you just beat Texas. I don't know if you're going to win that game. (laughs) (laughs) 
K-State. And they're roll them chicken hawks. It's going to be great. 200th victory for Bill Snyder, the Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame coach. Coach on the sidelines. It's going to be fun. I will be there. Hit me up. Oh, Text wait a minute. Hold on. That Hall of Fame is credible, but the, when I go to the college basketball experience, that Hall of Fame is a piece of shit? No, just them saying that KU has five national titles when one was written by a guy who went back in time and said, well, I think in 1901 it was this person, in 1902 it was this person, when we didn't have a method to actually determine it. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> Gee, only two schools, and they were both coached by Roy Williams. I wonder what caused that. All right, let's just move on. Let's get into the emails. If you want to email the show, and we want you to email the show, and we know where each and every one of you live, and we're going to make sure I'm desperately sure you... asking you to, please, so bad, please. He's literally, right now, please. he's on his knees begging. He's got his hands held in like a prayer, like he's like, please, please. It's weird, because he's got to hold the mic in between it, too, so it looks really odd. It's kind of it's kind of weird. But, who never fails us, who always emails the show, and we always kick it off first, because they're a deserving participant. Right? Yes. Is Katie the first? Lady. She says, What is up, guys? How'd you like Survivor Series? I liked it a lot. Except for the main event. She says, I thought it was okay. I thought five-on-five men's elimination match was the best match. And, of course, Goldberg beating Lesnar in a matter of seconds was definitely shocking and memorable. And since this week is Thanksgiving, I would like to know, what are you guys thankful for in wrestling this year? Ha <laughs> ha! Stay tuned, Katie! Stay tuned! Because you'll find out. Then she says, I would like to hear, oh, excuse me, me? Jericho, especially after the Monday tease of a split up. I know it'll come eventually, but I really want this to continue to build until WrestleMania. I'm also thankful for AJ Styles and for the year he's had. I believe his first run in WWE has been his best, and I hope it gets even better. Hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Talk to you next week. Later, Katie, the first. Lady. We won't dig in too much into this because, well, you know what? She's our only email. So, yeah. Yeah. The, she's asking. She's a great Perfect segue. This is why the emails are great. Katie, you gave us the best segue into our first ever Thanksgiving. The Spanish announce We are at the Spanish announce table. We're gathered around for our Thanksgiving feast, right? At the Spanish mm-hmm. announce table. And we want you to do this too. Get on your Twitter. Hashtag tweet the table. Tell us what you're thankful for in wrestling this week, right? We'll read them Come on the on. next show. It'll be late, but whatever. You know, you know we still love you guys. What are you thankful for in this in wrestling right now, T-Mac? Give me the first one. I am thankful for Sami Zayn. Yeah? Yeah, you like him a lot. He gave me the one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life against mm-hmm. Nakamura uh, the night before WrestleMania. That's true. It was an amazing match. He gave me an amazing storyline with Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental title and then the f- brawl to end it all. Mm-hmm. He was in a match where a new chant was started, Fight Forever, when yeah. he wrestled Nakamura. Okay? We've, ne- we've never heard that, and you know we haven't heard it again either. I don't, I don't think we have. I think at, some people have not, tried, but like... Yeah, at yeah. least not to a, a real... Yeah, where people are like, yes, please keep doing this. 
So his uh, recovery back from an injury, his amazing match in NXT against Nakamura, his debut on the Raw roster, and well, on the main roster, but then on Raw. Uh, he's a little bit lost right now, but I think big things are ahead with this Braun Strowman thing. And uh, he's the my favorite wrestler of the year. So I'm thankful for him. I like that. You know what I'm thankful for? And probably many people could guess this. It's James Ellsworth. I just smile when his when he's on the TV because of the storyline surrounding him. And part of it too is is I think I identify with it when you know more of his backstory too is like he's just kept plugging away. And it's never been like a with this realistic notion like I'm going to get on WWE and I'm going to take over. So he's just been like, I love doing this and I'm going to keep finding a way to doing it, whether it gives me anything or not. So he just started wrestling and he trained with a guy. And then he's like, oh, well, now I've got a chance to buy this organization that's going to go out if I don't buy it. All right, I'll keep buying it, right? Give me an excuse to keep wrestling. Eh, I'll keep going to these raw things. I'll keep doing the, uh, you know, the, the enhancement talent. And finally somebody goes, look at this guy, right? It's just a story of like, determination and not even just like I'm determined to make it on there. It's just like a, I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing it. And he's getting rewarded for it. And it, it actually helps the actual on-screen product. It's not like it's just a, they're throwing this guy a bone because he's been around. It's like people got behind him. He even mentioned, he's like, I did not expect the Twitter outcry. And so he asked to do that promo. And that's where they started having those Stroman squash guys get promos and nobody else could replicate what he did. And it's such a fun storyline. And yes, it'll go away in a long time. It'll be one of those things we'll be like, remember that James Ellsworth guy? That was fun. What a blip on the radar that was. But it's fun for now, and I love seeing it. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah, he's definitely uh, captured the hearts of pro wrestling fans. And it's not force-fed like a Zach Gowan was back in the day. You know what I mean? This is something yes. we actually want to see. So yeah, I like it's it. it's not that I'm, TNA veteran guy which you know by all means i'm a veteran uh, you know what i mean uh, and, and and that was a great story but like it was so forced down it was like look at our veteran with one leg but this is just a it happened all so organically and and when you listen to the guy you're like hey this is fun all right what's your yep. next thing you're thankful for I am thankful for the friendship of chris jericho oh, and man. kevin owens Me how fun too. Is it? it's right? so I mean, fun I don't have to say too much about this because it's kind of uh, explains itself, but it's so great. All the things, especially this Monday when they did the blame uh, Roman Reigns, yes. all of it. It's so great. They're amazing. The Charles and the list came out uh, of this and just yeah. everything. Yeah. So there you go. I got them. I love it so much too. And just, and two Jericho's podcast, when he was on there, when Owens was on there, like you can tell they actually do legitimately just like each other. And they were like, Hey, what if we try this? What if we yep. do this? It's another organic thing that happened that they've allowed to go, all right, fine, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's helped right. Owens a lot because he probably couldn't have said, hey, let me just try this thing. They'd be like, screw you. We don't know who you are. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're the new guy around here. But Jericho being probably one of the oldest guys around there other than like Kane and Triple H. You know what I mean? Like really? So yeah, that's helped him a lot. All right. What I'm thankful for is the brand split altogether. It has allowed so many things. First of all, SmackDown has achieved what they wanted. It has its own unique identity. And we've said it earlier in the show. They look like they're having fun. 
everybody there. Even Becky Lynch is in there making weird, stupid jokes. And it works because they're all just having fun. It comes off as organic and real, right? Yes. And it's allowed all these other people. The Miz is allowed to shine. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is allowed to shine. The Cruiserweights have their own segment, which we don't necessarily like, but they're there trying to get their thing over. I mean, like, that wouldn't have happened if it was Raw and SmackDown trying to do the same product together. Well, and even think about some of the teams like Enzo and Cass and The New Day. If it's just one show, those two tag teams, their time gets cut. But now that they're on one show, even though it's the same show, a segment that would have went to... I'm making this up. Randy Orton. Now Randy Orton's on SmackDown. Well, that segment now goes to Enzo and Cass. You know what I'm saying? So now there's more room for even the established guys to do their thing. And that's another thing. Randy Orton has benefited from this, right? Randy Orton probably would have got lost in the shuffle after uh, Brock Lesnar, but now he attached to this Bray Wyatt thing. Bray Wyatt now is a main eventer again. So yeah, it's it's amazing. I love it. All right. What's your next thing you're... Well, it kind of piggybacks off of um, brand split. the brand split, but it's more specific. It's Talking Smack. I mean, uh, Talking Smack is an actual show that I tune in for. Yeah. I don't do it th- that night. I go to bed and you know, I, sure. I, I do whatever my nightly routine, routine is. But then in the morning at work, I listen to it mm-hmm. at work, and it's something I look forward to. And I've never – Tuesday night, uh, Titans. No. You know, uh, the uh, raw pre-show Saturday post morning. show. Yeah, the, the raw pre-show. Uh, back in the day, the they tried Saturday the raw morning show shotgun. and it sucked. Yeah. Yeah. But this is amazing. Renee this Young is great. and specifically Daniel Bryan are killing it. And uh, it's yes. something that I love. It's, it's great. You know what it feels like? Again, this kind of goes with SmackDown where I said everybody feels like they're having fun. It almost feels like they they have some points they want to hit. This is what we've talked about when wrestlers getting promos and how they don't trust them anymore. It feels like they've given them some talking points, right? Here's what we're going to hit. You guys go out there and make it happen, right? And so it feels like Daniel Bryan and Renee Young have a good chemistry together. They love what they're doing. You bring somebody on who has their practice. They know what they're trying to get across there, but they give them a leash because it's not on the main product on national television with the advertisers, and it's here. Here's your shot. Go get over. We kind of like this when they were having the raw second screen thing going on. Remember every week I started saying, hey, man, did you check out the promo Dolph Ziggler gave or whatever? It's Mm -hmm. it's that they're letting them go out and feel themselves out. And if something works, hey, we can use that later on the real show. And Daniel Bryan is so in tune with pro wrestling that he knows how to get the most out of that character. And Renee Young has been killing it as like the investigative reporter for yep. years. So those two host. know how to ask questions yep. for the Carmellas of the world who are still discovering who their character is. So yeah. I love it. The final thing I'm thankful for, going back to uh, uh, some of this brand split thing too, I think it's helped a lot with him, is AJ Styles. And his current character and the, and the storylines, I was... I am pleasantly surprised and thankful that he has proved me wrong because I thought he was going nowhere because I thought he just didn't have it in him to come out and have charisma and have make me care about a story, right? It's on them. It's on any single wrestler that grabs that mic and has a match coming up to make me care about the story. And I thought from watching all of TNA – all the way up to him leaving, I just thought AJ Styles just can't do it. He's trying. I knew he was trying, and I respected him a lot because, A, 
probably arguably the one of the best, if not the best, physical in-ring specimens. But for whatever reason, he couldn't make me care about the storyline. He's changed that. Whatever happened, I'm thankful that he did, and I love AJ Styles right now. Beat up John Cena. He did beat up John Cena. That's true. Yeah. And that yeah. was fun. That was a major turning point, too. I was like, hey. And I think that helped him, too, that going over to Japan, meeting some guys that were different than the TNA structure, they let him have some fun, hang out. You know what I mean? He got out of his everyday role because they're in, in Florida. When he's living there, he he was the family man. He had his thing going on. He was go to TNA, go back home, go to TNA, go back home, go to TNA, go back. You know what I mean? Like it was just, just AJ Styles living his life with one chapter, right? But now he's right. had to have new chapters and new experiences, and I love it all. So Me too. that was our Thanksgiving. You get on hashtag tweet the table on the Twitter machine or even send us an email. Tell us what on table show at gmail.com. Tell us what you're thankful for in wrestling right now. But right now what we're going to transition into is each week T-Mac tells us three things that will help you sometimes when you're watching wrestling. It can get dull. It can get boring. You can get mad about it because they just won't do what you want to do. But T-Mac, having fallen into that trap himself, has decided we need to remain positive and patient with wrestling. So each week he gives us three P's, something to be positive and or patient about in wrestling. T-Mac, what are your three P's this week? P1. Well, I'm going to keep it all positive because it is the week of Thanksgiving. And I'm going to make them quick because we've talked about them already in the show. And we just gave you a long uh, lecture on what we're thankful for. So I'll make this week a little quicker than usual. P1, it's going to be the uh, Mountie segment with Dean Ambrose and yeah. Daniel Bryan. That was amazing. That, that's if you positive. didn't like that, what the hell? It's yeah. so great. The Mountie always oh, I love how he was like – Hey, don't you want to ask me why I'm dressed as the man? He's like, no, I don't give it. Like, no. Yeah, Shane McMahon, I don't care. I'm out of here. Yeah. And then Dan Ryan's like, I want to know. Okay, He's like, I'm curious. Well, actually, tell AJ Styles I have a message for him. The Mountie always gets his man. It's great. And then uh, P2, and it was more how they played the crowd. And it's Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens on how they were about to – yeah, it's all positive. Yeah, okay. These are all, all positives positive. this week. All right. Yeah, yeah, all positive. It's Thanksgiving. You have to be Yeah, positive. that's true. That's true. Um, but I loved how they played up the, well, team we're all lost. Mm-hmm. These two have the biggest egos on that team. They're starting to fight, and then they swerve you right at the end, and they blame Roman Reigns. And I loved it. It was great. And then yes. they hug, and then they go back to being like better friends than they were even before. So I loved it. It was perfect. And then P3 – uh, was going back the Survivor Series five on five men's match. I mean, all three of them were good, but that men's match had so many great moments. You could show that to a casual fan. I think they would be interested and invested. It was an hour long, so you got your money's worth. And like I said, there were so many crazy spots. Braun Strowman throws Ellsworth off the stage through some tables. Shane McMahon gets knocked out. Randy Orton takes a spear, throwing Bray Wyatt aside. You had a shield reunion. You had... Uh, um, the list get destroyed. It was so many fun things. It was great. It was great storytelling. And again, it was an hour long, so you got your money's worth. So those are my three P's Love for it. the week. Happy Thanksgiving. That's, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. And tune in next week. We're going to come with episode 175. We've come a long way. And we have. That'll yes. be next week on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And... 
The custom of standing for the national anthem was started by an Irish immigrant in 1893. Trainingtopicsnetwork.com. I'm here to tell the world, 